This is War Room Moments, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and most relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. War Room Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board. Here's your host, Jason Miller. Welcome to this episode of War Room Moments. Uh, my name is Jason Miller, your podcast host. Really great to have you here today um, as a, uh, uh, a fellow human being and as a fellow uh, business owner. Uh, let, let's just take a second to just introduce yourself yeah. and, and tell us what your superpowers are. <laughs> <laughs> superpowers oh goodness yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like being others focused um and <laughs> and try not to get burnt out on that no um no nah, so i'm matt russell um i'm the ceo and chairman of the board at ProSense. uh but i also um work within companies to help bring forth strategic plans and and help you know because as an entrepreneur some people say, oh, well, you failed at everything else. So you became an entrepreneur or you're a small business owner or you you did this. So I like breaking the mold. I like trying to do as many things as possible. Um, so in that, I'm also working as a, a vice president of customer success for another company called Leg Up, which does um, HR analytics and helping people attract, empower and retain. So I do a lot of different things. But for me, it's all about making the right connections and helping people see the value in whatever solution it may be. Because in every vertical that you work in, there's always a problem and there's always a solution. But most people bypass listening to the problem and just trying to pitch whatever's in front of them as opposed to pitching the solution. Because one of the things I love to say most is I'd rather know who you I am and what I can do for you, and you never need me, then need me and not know who I am and what I can do for you. And I think that's my superpower is just being genuine, honest, and trying to truly help people um, and maybe be a good listener from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what's what's interesting is, you know, innovation comes from doing many, many things, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, to a, to a degree, but you know, there's, there's the generalist and then there's, there's the person that's really kind of focused and honed in on three or four things. Uh -huh. um, and, and I think you have those three or four things. Um, and those are the things that really breed innovation, right? Yeah. So that's uh, really important in today's business world is that, because let's face it, there's, COVID happened and there was a ton of people that came out of the woodwork that were working for McDonald's yesterday and became a coach. <laughs> yeah. Right. right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, being able to work across, you know, kind of cross-functionally is really important in today's day. Um, so, so we don't get caught up in some of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But you know, one question I love to ask kind of starting out is, do you come from a family of entrepreneurs? Well, I don't come from a family of it. So I, I've told the story um, in the past, but 
for this, you know, my dad, um, loving the death was the first entrepreneur I ever saw. Like I saw okay. successful people, uh, doctors, pilots, uh, a lot of other things, man, that's, that's successful, but they had a W2 job. They showed up and did it and they went home. My dad, he worked, uh, came out of the army, got a job with general motors and during, uh, here in Dorval, Georgia. And when they did the layoff, he went out and started his own electrical company mm. because he was a, he, he was a master electrician and he retired about four years ago as a electrical inspector for the city of Atlanta. So with that, I watched my dad pay people to help him go out and do tasks. My dad was the ultimate salesperson because he's always so giving and looking to help other people out. But in doing that, he never took advantage as well. He's like, Hey, I'm going to help you, you know, wire a house and I'm going to charge you. This is what my hourly rate is. But if someone actually needed help, he would, you know, might do it for, you know, half the cost or no cost because mm. that's the type of person he is. He believed in putting good out there. Um, so I watched my dad become that first entrepreneur and it took me, I don't know, 20 years of working W2 jobs and not really being fulfilled because when I see problems, I, I try to be vocal about them and try to fix it. But in some cases, that's not politically correct because if you're calling out people above you, um, they tend to get offended or like, oh, well, you're a threat to take my job. Where I think as a leader and as an entrepreneur, it's all about cultivating and backfilling your position and having a succession plans. So that's yeah. um, some of the stuff I've seen, but yeah, I'd love to say I came from a long line of entrepreneurs, but my dad uh, really instilled that, you know, just roll up your sleeves and work hard mentality. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I think there's this Hollywood version of what entrepreneurship is and business ownership is and all these things. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's really, really far off yeah. <laughs> from what the reality is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's just in front of the curtain. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and it might look squared away and all these things, but you open up that curtain and the chaos ensues. Right. Yeah. So absolutely. That that's, but that's just part of it. Right. And I think mm -hmm. that's what really separates, you know, entrepreneurship or business owners, whatever you want to call yourself. Mm -hmm. I think that's what separates the employee mentality from the business ownership mentality. And, uh, there's a reason why you have employees and you have business owners, right? Cause the yeah. shit's hard. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's, I've had the privilege of working for some great leaders. Um, yeah. and maybe when I worked for them, I wasn't ready for the, the lessons that they were teaching. Um, we, I think you and I have a mutual friend, um, and he's, he says, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. That's true. <laughs> um, but so again, I've had great leaders show me how to behave. And then I've had a great upbringing with people around me showing me how to behave. Uh, then I've had managers show me if you just want to exist and not make an impact outside of your daily jobs, this is what you do. And I found out very quickly, that's not for me. It, it might be for some people, but it's not for me. And that's why you have to really embrace it. 
and have honest conversations. Like at the beginning of this, I was talking about, Hey, I am the owner and CEO of ProSense. I actually have another business, but I want to learn and I can only learn as much as I can in my business. But if I can be a part of another business, it only amplifies my learning curve and allows me to see things from a wider perspective, giving me a greater reach and hopefully better solutions for the people I'm trying to inherently just bring value to. Yeah. And I, that's the key. I think you said a very key word and that's value, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you see a lot of companies, it's just like the go up, go for the throat, right? Mm -hmm. Go for the throat, go for the throat, go for the throat. Well, yeah, maybe that works one out of 10 times, but mm -hmm. if you lead with value, why not make that 10 out of 10 times? Yeah. Right? And, you know, I think there's a, a lot of lessons to be learned from what you do, uh, how you build relationships and connections and all these things, and really how important that is today, you know? Yeah. Because we're in a different time today, mm -hmm. right? It ain't the same as it was two years yeah. ago. For no, it's for not sure, right? It's very different. What's your perspective on that? <sighs> what, what's happened over the last two years and just the time? <laughs> Jeez, yeah. How long do we got? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I might need to open up a bourbon. It's early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, so. I think with time and perspective and just the, the shift, like I read a, a really good article yesterday. I wish I could remember what it was um, off the top of my head. I, I put it on my LinkedIn feed, um, but the, the change and evolution that has occurred um, not just over the last two years, but I think it's really been, I think last two years has been the tipping point, but I think over the last 20 years, it's been uh, just a festering balloon just waiting mm -hmm. to be popped and the last two years was the needle that finally popped it that said you know what we're going to break out and do things um like people may start in an industry but i think it, the article was saying something like only 30 percent when they decide to leave that job they're going to a different industry and that shows the actual skills of people and being multifunctional and yeah, be able yeah. to adapt. And I think that's the greatest thing about being an entrepreneur is the adaptability. Obviously, in any business, we write an SOP and we put forth KPIs to measure success. And it, when we can bring people in, we're like, this is what we need done because we have a proven metrics. But at no point do you ever say that this is the golden rule. You have to say, this is what's helped us but how can we constantly improve? I love to tell people I like to try to improve 0.01% every day. And that's a very finite amount, but over a course of a year, I've improved myself 3.65%. Interesting. So I don't have to make these monumental changes because everything, mm -hmm. like you said earlier, Hollywood's made this depiction of entrepreneurship and yes, we can have big leaps and bounds in a short period of time. But again, the all the work that was done behind the scenes that led up to that aha moment or that breakthrough, those are the little things that just create an effect. You have to keep finding ways to persevere and move. And you know, the last two years has shown us that 
you got to persevere and you got to keep moving. If not, um, it can get pretty lonely. You know, there's a lot of isolation for a lot of people and some people thrived in it and some people are still struggling in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, it's funny you say this little incremental thing, right? So, you know, we all got like death by the word pivot, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) During, during the last couple of years. Well, well, my take on that was we're not pivoting. Mm-hmm. Pivot pivot means you're doing something big, usually. You're mm-hmm. going to do something that's pretty pretty big and it should change the course of what you're doing. Yeah. So what you did was micro pivot daily, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's the term I coined a year and a half ago okay. was let's not pivot. Let's do micro movements, right? Mm-hmm. Micro pivots, mm-hmm. because not everybody can afford to go, well, I guess I got to do a million dollar pivot today, don't I? Yeah. Yeah. It's not realistic. So, you know, I I like the, the, the life 0.01% pivot thing. That's pretty cool. That's smart actually. Yeah. I saw it. I can't remember somewhere may have been LinkedIn or some other social media or a book or I don't know, um, mad magazine, (laughs) but it actually showed. (laughs) Mad magazine. They still make that. I don't know, but it'd be awesome. <laughs> but it actually showed the calculation, and yeah. and it really and that really resonated with me is because, mm. yeah, I want to I want to get better, um, and there are things I can do to get better every day, like having conversations like this, um, yeah. because one, it helps me continue to refocus and see where my journey is taking me, um, but it may also help people find me, and they're going to reach out or find you and they're going to reach out and say, Hey, had you thought about it this way? And that could be a a catalyst. Um, but if you're, if you're constantly looking for growth opportunities, you're going to find them. And that's like going back to the earlier, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear when you're constantly looking for growth, you're always going to find teachable moments in life. And I said it to a, a friend of mine, um, I said, I love finding knowledge through conversations because I find knowledge to be power. And there, and there's a lot of freedom in that power is when you can see things from a wider perspective to bring a greater impact. Yeah. Knowledge is just knowledge. If it's not used though. Yeah. Then there's no power behind it because I, I, I truly believe that we can learn something every day from every conversation that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause if, if we're not, then we're just, we're not opening our mind up to it then. Right. Yeah. So, because there, you know, just, you just take this conversation we've had so far, there have been absolutely mind opening things that you've said already. If somebody just grabbed it, mm-hmm. it will change the course of their life. Yeah. But you, you, it has to come in here and actually process in this mush in between the six inches of your ears. Yeah. <laughs> right? Otherwise, it's useless. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and, and we can't just consume content to just consume content. Yeah. We actually have to be a lifelong learner and pick and choose to, to learn what content we want to consume. So, um, you know, I mean, I consider myself a lifelong learner. That's mm-hmm. for sure. And 
you know, we're, we're not young. You and I aren't young anymore. We're not in our twenties and thirties anymore. And if we're still doing it now, there's no reason why the younger generation shouldn't have that same mentality. Right. Yeah. Well, at least that's what we hope anyway. Right. Yeah. That, that's so, the, that's the truth. <laughs> we always want the next generation to be smarter than us. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, there have been eye-opening moments for me is like you talked about it just a second ago, consuming content. I mean, there's content coming at us no matter where, I mean, we have a device usually in our pocket or in our hand. That's where we can consume content. And then there's all sorts of these streaming services um, and everything else. Um, there's still print stuff out there. <laughs> um, but with all that information coming at you, it's how do you take it in? And there's some lessons I've got on audio um, that I will, I've got in an album I'll put on repeat and I've, you know, driven 20 minutes and two or three lessons have played and I didn't hear a single word of it. Yeah. But I was focused on this. I was thinking about that and, and doing a lot of different things. And then the next lesson comes on and it resonates. There's something keywords that resonate. And I'm like, wait, hold on a second. And it's, been, I didn't turn the volume up. It's been playing at the same volume, but now something resonates with me because of that moment, that chapter, that page of my, of my journey says, all right, how do I take this in and adapt it to move better? And then a month may go by and I may play those same lessons. And the ones I didn't hear, I'm going to hear them differently because we're all going through a constant evolution. Yeah. And you have to, again, you have to be in that constant state of learning. And, and some of the stuff ha- you have to hear multiple times, but you hear it one time um, during the right chapter of your life or the right page that, that you're on and it resonates and it really empowers someone and gives them that go get them attitude. Like, yeah. you know, to really persevere um, because now they're seeing that there's a, a light at the end of the tunnel that they haven't seen before. And that's, and that's a great moment to be a part of um, because I, I like to say, I have probably three or four of those a year where I was like, Whoa, you know, cause you, sometimes you get lost in the weed and you're like, Oh, well, but where those big pivotal moments, you're like, Oh crap, that was really good. And you kind yeah. of mark those down on your calendar. Yeah. Well, those are the, usually the times that we have those defining moments, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. Well, well, Hey, you know what, if you were to name something, right. Where that obviously as business owners, we have tons of struggles that we go through in business and so on and so forth. But, but, but if you could like reach into that bucket and grab one that could affect uh, a younger you know, business owner, or hell, even an older one that maybe hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. And then you could go back to yourself, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and give yourself a piece of advice. What would that struggle be? And what advice would you give yourself now, knowing what you know now? I would, I would go back and say, be honest with what your expectations are. Don't be accommodating of what people are offering because, and I say that is because there's so many opportunities that are presented to us every day, whether 
no matter what you're going through in life, there are opportunities presented to you every single day. But so many times people take the first opportunity that they're at because they're in a, a scarcity mindset. But if you go into anything with a, a thrive mindset or the position of power or you need me just as much as you, I need you, it creates a better synergy and better commonality and maybe helps people move forward because they're like, this person's a go-getter because they were not bashful. Um, and that would be the thing because I, I bent to the will of others. And it was, it's good to be humble, but it's not good to have someone put you underneath their thumb and push you down. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it's don't be afraid to walk away from an opportunity just because it is an opportunity because the next yeah. opportunity is behind the next door, but you, but you do have to be cognizant in what those things are and making sure that they're aligning with what your goals are, whether you want to say, Hey, I want to make a million dollars in the next two years. And, you know, that might be big numbers for some people. It might be small numbers for other people, but whatever your goals may be, figure that out and then focus on that. I was telling someone the other day and they're like, I don't know if it's worth the investment. I said, we're going to invest here. And it's very much the same process. I said, you're only going to get what you put your effort into. And because he looks at those as opportunities, but I'm like, those may not be the right opportunities if you're not going to put forth the effort. So, you know, you got to be willing to say no to the things that do not facilitate your vision. Yeah. And sometimes less is more, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It's not always about, you know, I would say over the last six years, I've probably had the opportunity to, you know, I could have pulled thousands of strategic partners in, mm -hmm. thousands and thousands of them uh, since the conception of my company, one of my companies. And, but instead we were very selective and we only have a couple hundred, a couple hundred over the course of six plus years is mm -hmm. not very many, yep. <laughs> right? So, you know, ensuring that you can actually culture a relationship and mm -hmm. It's, it's, I told somebody the other day, they were like, yeah, you know, we built this, uh, we built this huge group and, you know, it, it's not really very active. And I said, well, it's not a community if you're not a part of it. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you got to show up, right. Mm -hmm. And you got to provide value every day and do all these things. And, and, and just because people don't respond doesn't mean they're not listening. Yeah. Right. So um, I've learned that lesson many times mm -hmm. that a lot of people take in what we say. It doesn't mean it always requires a response. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, well, hey, to kind of close things up here a little bit, I always like to start to end with this question. Okay. Um, and it's a bit, a bit thought provoking. Um, and it's if you could have. Uh, brought somebody to the show today, dead mm -hmm. or alive. Yeah. Um, who would have you brought to the show and why? Honestly, I'm not the, I'm going to say I would bring Mark Cole. Okay. He's alive. Um, he was one of my supervisors when I worked for um, 
or one of the executives for the John Maxwell company when I got the opportunity mm-hmm. to work for the John Maxwell company. And Mark's gone on to do phenomenal things. You know, he's kind of John's right-hand man. And, but he had to deliver a difficult message to me because again, the student was there, but I wasn't ready for what they were offering. So I, mm-hmm. I blew the opportunity, but, you know, to go back and, you know, or have him here just to see the evolution, because I've gone back and thought about the conversation, all the actions I've could have done to, you know, to maybe stay there because the education was life could have been life-changing, but in the hardship that that provided, it created who I am today because of his compassion, even in that difficult conversation, it would be nice to share a moment like this and give him the opportunity to chime in and, you know, and let, you know, other people hear, you know, cause he's, you know, he's a remarkable person and he, and it's not good to have a difficult conversation, but when you do it with love and compassion, I think it means a lot more. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, there are always those times where you need somebody to shove a crowbar and pop your head out of your backside. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are those times, right. Sometimes yeah. where it's just, uh, you hope somebody's just blunt with you at some point and just goes, look, man, <laughs> I'm not going to beat around the bush here. but then there are always those times where approach means everything and matters and Mm -hmm. and that's also knowing your audience too right (laughs) who you're talking to (laughs) but you know nobody wants to have a difficult conversation but because it's not it's not fun for anybody it's like no one wants to discipline their child like i remember you know being younger and my parents were like hey this is going to hurt me more and it's going to hurt you at the time, it didn't make sense. <clears throat> right. Now, being a father, um, now being a business owner, now still being a business owner, but putting myself in a, a position of being of service to others, I can see the value in that lesson. And it's helped carry me through you know, the past 15 plus years. So it's, it's been a, a great thing. Yeah, for sure. Well, how, how do people contact you? What's, what's the best, best way for people to reach out to you and, and work with your genius that, that you got going on over there? <laughs> well, I, I will say the best way for anybody to find me is uh, LinkedIn. You know, you can say uh, you heard, uh, just reference war room that way we know where it came from. <laughs> Why are you reaching out to me? Um, or Jason Miller, but uh, LinkedIn, Matt Russell, um, there's luck that's a pretty common name so luckily i have a few characters after mine so it's matt russell mba uh cea clc and lc so um you can find me pretty easily uh, or you can look for ProSense. Um, but love to connect and love to help expand and look at break out tear down the walls of silos and help businesses grow awesome well well hey thanks for taking the time to be here um, yeah you know, we all got the same 168 hours, I think it is, um, every single week. Yep. And uh, thanks for taking 30-ish minutes to stop by here and and drop some knowledge bombs on the audience. Um, if you didn't get something from it, well, you just weren't freaking paying attention. That's just the bottom line there. So uh, 
no, thanks for being here and uh, appreciate it very much. Well, I appreciate your time, Jason. I appreciate the opportunity to share my message with your audience. Awesome. It's awesome. Well, hey, thanks for attending today's uh, episode of War Room Moments. Uh, my name is Jason Miller, your podcast host. Dream it, believe it, and go achieve it. See you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to War Room Moments with your host, Jason Miller. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.